Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast live show. Max, how you doing? I'm doing good, bro. You know, I'm joined by the best co-host in the business, my guy, Juan. I'm looking away from the camera so I can see his beautiful face. <laughs> He's being legendary. You can see the sweatshirt. He got the backwards half. Bro, this is our first week 18 pick ever, bro. It shit feel weird. Hey, bro, it feels weird. This shit feel long. But <laughs> we can't get the show started without the intro. So hopefully my hamster keeps on his fucking oh, wheel today. I forgot about your hamster, dude. Yeah, I thought you bought a new one. We apologize for the technical difficulties last week. <laughs> I kept on leaving Max on his own. Max, I looked at the replay. I was going back at it. You need a you need to have more like urgency, dog. You were like a deer in the headlights. I honestly I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I didn't know your hamsters were bummed. <laughs> I have a pretty funny hamster story. I don't know if it's appropriate for the podcast. Not, I never owned a hamster one. Did you ever What's own, the, own a Joy Bull? I have a Joy Bull. It's in my room, bro. No, I mean, not that gerbil. <laughs> nah, I never owned a... You better watch out, bro. What uh, PETA's going to get after Man. you, bro. Okay, so look, I, I, let me start off with a light little story. My mom's best friend, I won't say her name. She bought her daughter a gerbil as like a mini one. Remember, remember, we had a friend who financed one one time. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they had a mini gerbil. They thought the gerbil got out, so they wanted to get a new one. They bought a second gerbil. So there's two mini ones, right? I don't know why I'm going like that. They're just small. So they were like, "Oh, cool! Like, ah, oh, they'll be cool together." The the first the OG gerbil clawed out the other one's eyes while it was sleeping and murdered it in its sleep. Oh my god! <laughs> the Fucking little, joy bulls. Them little fuckers have fight, bro. <laughs> hey, I was man. I was dying when she told me the story. There's a lot. It was a lot. That was like, hey, look, note. maybe maybe for week eighteen we got a bunch of fucking joy bulls, a bunch of joy bull fights. All right, because there's a lot of fucking games this week, guys, that just don't fucking matter. Really? No, there's not. Uh, I mean, I love I love the fact that we have eighteen weeks. But damn, how much? How Are you much not looking forward does to the it... Bears and Vikings one? Is that no, what you're not? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. It doesn't even like it's only one week, Max. But doesn't it feel like it's like it made it's, it feel so much long? It it definitely did, and it seemed like one. Well, maybe it's just because maybe I'm wrong. There used to be a few more teams that had some life. Like you remember, like the scenarios. No, There's. Nah. Am I just remembering that wrong? Maybe it's just like one year. There's like always some teams that have some stuff. I mean, we have some stuff clinched up, and we can go over that now or we can do it later. This is just the stuff that's like set in stone before tomorrow or before Sunday. Go ahead, Max. So what Max is going to list off, like he said, these are stuff that's already clinched. All right, stuff that can't change. Go ahead, Max. So in the NFC side of things, let me put my glasses on so I can see today. Sorry. 
the Green Bay Packers, they have the number one seed one. Doesn't matter what happens Sunday. They got it locked up. The Cowboys have the NFC East locked up. The Tampa Bay Bucks have the NFC East, I mean, the NFC South locked up. And the Rams and Cardinals both have a playoff (laughs) berth. But the but the division is still up for grabs on the final day of the season. Yeah. The ten and the AFC side of things, the Tennessee Titans, they have the AFC South division title. Buffalo Bills have a playoff berth. New England Patriots have a playoff berth. The Bengals and the Chiefs both have their division locked up. Yeah. So a lot of these teams can move. Uh really the only team that's not playing for anything is Green Bay. Everyone yeah, they're, else they're has to play for something. Mm-hmm. But what I heard so far, I believe Joe Burrow is going to sit out for the Bengals. So well, I yeah, think they, the Bengals, yeah. the Bengals are cool with the fourth seed. At, yeah, and I mean, know, they, there is a worst. scenario I believe where the Bengals could get the one seed, but like eight things would have to happen. So I think right. they're resonated with, hey, we're going to have a home playoff game. We're good. So I think yeah. that's what exactly is going to happen. One and um. Max indeed got all the scenarios where each team has the clinch. So as we go through these games, we'll make sure we get to you guys what needs to happen for this team to either get into the playoffs or move to the one seed or three seed, whatever the case is. We'll make sure we give it to you guys. All right. But let's go ahead and start. Um... We're gonna we're we're like like we said there's there's games that don't really matter so we're gonna speed through these okay because we are gonna talk some basketball too today so we're gonna do the pickums and then talk basketball Saturday we got Saturday games Max all right I I mean I love it I wish there were Saturday games every every weekend honestly uh, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs eleven and five Denver Broncos a uh, seven and nine I mean well fought. Will fought seven and nine. You know, yeah. there were the they're the definition of pretenders this year. <laughs> We've been saying that for a while. It, it felt like, yeah. So what do so do the Chiefs need to win this game to clinch the? The Chiefs win this game and Tennessee loses it. They have the one seed. Okay, simple as that. So yeah. they they got to be playing for for something. That I mean, you want to go in with a win. You really don't want to go off of two straight losses. Going into the playoffs, I mean that's that's kind of rough. I think Vic Vangio's team has packed it up. They they got sent packing home like in in L.A. last week. It was ugly. Drew Locke is terrible. I've been pounding on the table ever since day one, talking about this guy fucking sucks. He is trash. He is terrible. A Raiders defense last year that was historically bad last year beat him up like knocked them around picked them off that's how i knew the dude was bad i said damn the raiders are fucking picking on this dude he gotta be bad <laughs> like, i mean but, that that's a pretty good way to measure if I, it special. was it was <laughs> it worked out but look one also if the chiefs lose they have the potential to be anywhere between two and four so they need to win this game if i'm look i'm rooting for the chiefs to lose Cause I don't want the Raiders to play him. I think that's the worst matchup that the Raiders can have if they do make it. That's just me. Because most likely we're gonna have to play the Chiefs at the for being the seventh seed. But we'll see. I'm picking the Chiefs to win. Cause Denver packing up final score. I'm gonna say Chiefs 
28, Denver 10. I have a very similar score one. I got 20, uh, 31 to 10. I'm picking the Chiefs too. Like you said, I think Broncos 1, 2, 3, Cancun. Here we come. <laughs> yeah. And well, I wish, I wish, um, I mean, I wish we can just do like a three hour, two hour pod and just go over all the losers really that are out of it and really deep dive. But fortunately enough, we got a whole off, off season. season. Yeah, exactly. we got a whole off season for exactly. Like that. So we'll get into how bad Drew Locke is and where the future is for the Broncos. Because I kind of like the fact that we went into the future of the Dolphins and the Browns last week. But second game on Saturday, Dallas Cowboys 11-5. and five. The Philadelphia Eagles, the playoff berth. Philadelphia Eagles 9-7. and seven. They are clinched. They're in. Cowboys, they're clinched. They're in, including the division. So anything needs to be played for? I think, what, Dallas can get a higher seed? Yeah, the Cowboys are playing for a higher seed anywhere between two and four, and the Eagles are playing for six or seven. It doesn't matter. They can't they can't jump the Rams or the Cardinals, and they can't have the well, I think they're actually locked up. Yeah. Or no, the if the if the Niners win one, they can have the seven seed. If the Saints win and the Niners lose, Eagles are the uh sixth seed because we have the Beautiful. tiebreaker over the Saints. Right. So I, but, I, I mean, take... I, I still don't feel like there's much to play for if you're the Eagles. Like honestly, don't play Jason Kelsey a lot of time. Lane Johnson, no, thank you. Uh, Jordan Maitala, no. Just Jalen Hurts, whatever. Don't care. Just as long as he doesn't get killed by the bleachers. Shout yeah. out to Washington football team, FedEx that... Field. <laughs> That's insane. That's like some Bush League shit. How, how league. did that not happen in the Coliseum one time? I have no idea. The Coliseum <laughs> was a dump, too. I Are mean, you talking all, about the Vegas both, Coliseum or the LA I mean, Coliseum? No, both Coliseum. Both I, yeah, Coliseum. <laughs> both fucking dumps. Look, I, I tell people this all the time. The Oakland Coliseum was a dump, but it was our dump. I don't give a fuck. It was our dump. The LA Coliseum, I think both of those, man, back in the day especially, they were just really cheap, man. Like they I don't even think they had suites yet at one point. Like no, they did a lot of revamping when the yeah, Rams got here. Exactly. Exactly. Uh welcome to the show, man. Sans, aka what my up, brother. Sans? Saying that he's just happy with that the Raiders got a chance to be in the dance, and I think that's a great little segue. Well, you're gonna to pick talk about real quick one. I'm I'm picking the Cowboys. I think the yeah, Eagles pack it in. They're content with it. But I wanted I wanted I want to spend this time and just praise your Eagles, man. Thank I you. really do. I think it's a big deal that you guys made it to the playoffs, and I don't think enough people are talking about it. I think selfishly. It's being more talked about the Raiders. The Raiders haven't even made the playoffs yet. And everyone's saying, like, how does this team have a chance? How the hell do the Eagles well, have a chance? Well, this is a team, one that just they got their identity early. Or let me rephrase. It took them a few weeks to get the identity. And then they once they got the identity, they were like, this is how we play. This is what we're going to do. And they're really good at it. We, ran the, we run the ball on anybody. Don't matter if it's the Saints. Don't matter if it's the Bears. Don't matter. Yeah. We run the ball. That's what we do. Sorry for the background. You know, dad's here. You know, you don't be a troll. <laughs> but you know what? I'm proud of my team. You know me. I'm usually a really pessimistic Eagle fan. Dude, we went 9-7, and seven, potentially 10-7. and seven. I, We're going to go 9-8, and eight, make the playoffs. Yeah. I think we're going to be a tough out. I hope we are at least. And we got yeah. three first-round picks. So the Philadelphia I mean, future is pretty bright. Look, I have I, to say. I You know what? Every year, Max, you always have a quarterback like uh, – like a Taylor Heineke that's mm-hmm. in the playoffs. And honestly, this year, 
we don't really have that. I mean, Jalen Hurts, yeah, Taysom but... Taysom Hill's knocking on that door. Yeah, he's knocking on it. Taysom Hill would definitely be that quarterback. But this year, man, like, who's... Especially in the AFC, man, like, who's going to be the worst no. quarterback? Carr? Like, That's, come yeah, on. I, mean, I think Jalen Hurts right now is the worst quarterback in the yeah. playoffs. But you know what? Right. Like, like you said, Max, you guys have an identity. And you got to give you got to give kudos to um, your guys' GM. Yeah, Sirianni, like, Roseman, yeah. yeah, Howie Roseman, all the way from from the bottom, man. You guys lose out on a guy like Brandon Graham, absolute leader on the field. You guys don't flinch. You guys, Brandon Brooks has been out a big uh, while. You know what? You guys have a guy in Andre Dillard, a high draft pick that didn't work out. Bust, you know man. what? You guys said, "Fuck it, we have this Australian dude," and guess what? <laughs> He's like a top ten fucking left tackle in the I'm, league. He's really good, dude. You like you don't find tackles like that. You don't find franchise exactly. tackles in the seventh round who come from a rugby background who play football two years or whatever. And exactly. it's the last thing I'll say, one. Remember when we were trading Carson Wentz? Everyone said, "Oh, they're fucked with the dead money." Right. I I think we played it to perfection. Yeah, we have some dead money, but we got a first for Carson Wentz. We got a first for trading back with the Dolphins. We're loaded, and if we want Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, we have we have the capital to do it, and we have a pretty you know solid what, quarterback that I think people can talk themselves into. If like if you're a shitty franchise, if you're the Browns, you're like, I think we can work with Jalen Hurts. So I Baker mean, wants to you bounce. guys arguably have two starting quarterbacks on your roster. Yeah, and another thing I want to say is the Eagles, man, that's fucking big balls. To do that with Carson Wentz. That's a guy that you guys whiffed on. This is like this is a dude, hey, first of all. Hey. I know, but look, but hey. let's say let's say the facts. You guys whiffed on him. At the end of the day, it was a whiff. And it took big balls to have all those, all the all the bread in that basket for down to trading for him and then down to paying for him. You guys moved off of him and you guys have pivoted beautifully. With Jalen Hurts. I wish we would have built a team around Wentz like we built around Hurts because we have a good team, and it seemed like it. Wentz was kind of the – he's kind of the victim of just bad situation. But it worked out for everybody. The Colts are looking yeah. good. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm picking them right now. They're going to fucking win. Fuck the Jags. <laughs> but let's go to Sunday morning one. That's I appreciate yeah. the Eagles talk. I usually don't get yeah. to rant because you got to do all the ranting. I had to. I had to. And your team's out there. Shout out my boy Nate Hobbs getting them DUIs and never hey, he stop. Gonna play. He going to play, though. He's playing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Sunday morning. All right, Cincinnati Bengals 10-6, Cleveland Browns 7-9. Browns got sent home packing last week before they even play the game. They look fucking terrible. Baker Mayfield, you fucking suck, dude. I don't care how tough you are. Stop with the goddamn commercials. You're terrible, okay? Bengals, kudos to you. They're going to sit Joe Burrow. I'm picking the Bengals regardless, dude. I think the Browns are fucking dead man walking. I agree. I'm going with the Bengals, too. Yeah. I don't even care who their quarterback is. Real quick one. There is. I'll tell you the scenario just in case you want to hear it for the Bengals to get the one seed. Because right now the Bengals can only finish one through four. They won their division. They're a one through four seed. But if... (laughs) If Tennessee loses, Kansas City lose, and the Pats lose, they got the one seed. Or a loss by Tennessee and uh, Kansas City plus a Bills win. They're in the number one seed. Nice. All right. That doesn't seem that crazy, but they're playing hot shit teams. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
And they're sitting Burrow. So, I mean, you never know. They might lose. But I don't think so. Green Bay, 13-3. and Detroit Lions, 2-13. and I mean, Lions, you had a fight, man. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers plays or not. I say if I'm LaFleur, you play him at least a quarter or a half at the most and then sit your guys. I got Packers uh, in a blowout, man, probably like 31 to 10. Yeah, I'm going with the same thing, Juan. And you know what? I just want to say one thing about our our Detroit Lions. Just not not that they're our team, but they went two thirteen and one. One the Jacksonville Jaguars went two and fourteen. How much better of a coach is Dan Campbell than Urban Meyer? Hundred times better. Hundred times exactly. I just want to po- give him some props because I know they're two yeah. and thirteen, one, but they were competitive a lot. The team didn't stop fighting, and the mm. coach. I believe. I think he deserves to be there next year. I know two and yeah. fourteen is hard to sell. Yeah. But you know what? It wasn't a good roster to start with. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Moving on to two teams that have coaches that probably don't deserve <laughs> to be there next year. Are even Vikings... these coaches coming back, Juan? Who's <laughs> no. coming back, Nagy or Zim? I mean, I hope they meet up in the middle of the field and they talk about what job they're going to be at next year because they're yeah, both Yeah, I want to switch jobs. You guys yeah. I'm calling it Black Monday. Black Monday, both of these coaches are gone. Bears and Vikings. Wow. I don't care. I'm going for the pick'em's sake. I am gonna go with the Vikings. I think Kirk Cousins will be back. Justin Jefferson will score a couple touchdowns. The Bears are terrible, man. You know what's crazy? One they went six and ten. The Bears or six, they might go seven and a, ten. And they're it's like it seems like they've gone three and thirteen or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. They they've been surprisingly decent, but they still suck. Right. Oh my goodness! Who are you rolling with for pick'em sake? I'm going Vikings. That's got to go Viking. Can't trust the Bears. Okay. I know they just beat the Giants, but yeah. Well, speak, speak of the Giants, and they speak of the here. devil. Oh man, Washington football team who's going to change their name apparently in February, and a bunch of bets are going on. They're playing the fucking New York Giants. Who Joe Judge? I mean, dog, are you still a Joe Judge? No, guy? I that I, I literally put in there. I said Joe Judge has gone after the worst press conference in NFL history. <laughs> he still has guys who want to be on this team. He said, "I'm bullshit, glad, bullshit, I, bullshit." Yeah, I'm glad I jumped that ship. Uh, you stayed uh, yeah, on it a little I, I'm bit more. I'm with you now, bro. But I should have yeah. been there like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, they're done, dude. They suck. I I believe the Giants are the second worst team in the NFL, next to the Jags. They're fucking hey, but terrible. But you know what, bro? Thank God they fired Jason Garrett because now the offense is just firing nah, on the fucking still. And um, you know what? Daniel Jones is really the problem because, yeah. you know, they went from a decent offense to fucking putrid. Five touchdowns, Max, since Jason Garrett has been fired. Thank God. It went totally a problem, right? <laughs> not, it's not I'm the roll- GM or the coach. <laughs> yeah. It's that guy. I'm rolling with football team, a.k.a. I am the Warriors. Red Hawks, let's go, baby. Red Hawks. Yeah, I got Washington, man. Fuck the score. Uh, Indianapolis Colts playing those Jacksonville Jaguars, who I feel like is the worst team in the league. This game has so many implications as far as the Jags winning. Everyone's rooting for the Jags. The Raiders are rooting for them. The Ravens, the Steelers, so many teams have something to do with this Colts game. The Colts, surprisingly, Max, They've lost six straight, I believe, against Jacksonville in, in Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's kind of crazy, right? It's nuts. It's nuts. So you can kind of say they have a chance. 
I don't see it, though, man. I see the Colts taking care of business too much on the line for them coming off a loss. They're better in every aspect. Unless Trevor Lawrence gives us one more, you know, like reminder of reason to believe in him. Yeah, right. Like saying, like, I'm the first round. I'm the first overall pick for a fucking reason type of game. I doubt it because I heard the Jack fans are coming with clown faces because Sean Khan is a fucking clown. Yeah, because he supported uh, Trent Baalke. (laughs) I wish we could have Joey to talk about Trent Baalke. But, look, I'll give you the scenario on Colts clinch with the win or a tie. Or they need the Chargers to lose and the Pittsburgh and Ravens game to be a tie. Or they need the (laughs) Dolphins to win, Pittsburgh to lose, and the uh, Chargers to lose. But, basically, win the fucking game in Indianapolis. Take care of business. Ground and pound that ball. Maniac, make a play. You know Trevor Lawrence is good for at least one pick. I don't want to blame him, but it's off to a very rocky start. I would not have bet this is how it would have went, Juan, in Jacksonville. Exactly. Uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, you would think this will be for the division. It is not. Cincinnati has it locked up. Like Max said, both of these teams have a lot to go their way to get into the playoffs. I'm rolling with Baltimore, man. I what five straight losses. I think that team has way too much pride. They fought last week against the Rams. They lost by one point. Oh man, like they gotta be feeling sick to their stomach. And you got you gotta best believe that they're sending out Big Ben with a freaking loss rather than a win. I I agree with you on I. I mean, it was cool to see Big Ben and Heinz Field one last time. I mean, he is a. I know we've been very critical of him this year, but let's be real. First ballot Hall of Famer, two time yeah. Super Bowl champion, hell of a career. Yeah. But for Baltimore to get into the playoffs, one, they need a win. They need the Chargers <laughs> to lose, Indy to lose, and Miami to lose or tie the game. I will happily help the Ravens. And the Steelers, they need a win, an Indianapolis loss, and that the. Las Vegas Raider game and Chargers doesn't end in a tie. <laughs> Yo, I fucking hope they just kneel for 60 straight minutes. That would never happen. Everyone's I, talking people about People think that. like it's going to happen. Like, let's make this happen. I'm like, dude, the How NFL, first of all, would throw a shit fit. Secondly, those teams want to fuck the other team over. Yeah. Yeah. The only way it would end in a tie is because, like, low key, both coaches are scared. Like, this might be the least aggressive Brandon Staley we ever see. I would say this. I would say this. If it came down to it in overtime and it'll be one of those situations where, you know, maybe kicking a field goal is a good thing, you know? And I think that that that's like the most compromising that you will see out of this game or, or for the Raider game. I'm saying I both say. teams are going to be tight if it gets to overtime. And yeah, both, if, yeah. If they if it if there's the ab- ability to tie and they both get in, they're right. both gonna be real tight, conservative boys. Yeah, but I mean the Jags gotta win. That, that's yeah, that's not happening. Thing. So don't. Yeah, that ain't exactly. gonna happen. Watch them win. It'll be funny as hell. I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. I, yeah. I am. Okay, cool. Uh, Tennessee Titans, eleven and five. Houston Texans, 4-12. and 12. I got the Titans, man. Derrick Henry is officially back. i seen him practicing today. Um, let's see, man. It's a great warm-up game for him. A great, like, get back on your feet. Hopefully, they get a bye week. And they he'll have another week. It, man. This is a huge 
Like I can't fucking believe they're about to be the one seed if they and it yeah. it lined up. And I mean, it's in your hand. I know they lost to Houston last time one, but man, if there's a team that needs that bye week, it's yeah. them. First team ever to have 11 wins and be the first seed in the AFC since the 2002 Raiders. Wow, that's how long it's little, been. Little weird trivia right there, wanna? Oh, that's I how like long it. it's been. Since of course you're sorry team ass team had to be the one shut seed up, eleven and five. Shut up. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh whatever. I mean, I New Orleans, New Orleans Saints, eight and eight. Hey, they are still alive, man. They win and and with the 49er loss, they're in the playoffs. They play the Atlanta Falcons, who are seven and nine. I don't think the Atlanta Falcons are gonna roll over so easy, man. I think this is gonna be one of the most underrated games that happened in the afternoon. I think it's gonna be super close, man. It's gonna come down to Matt Ryan throwing a pick or not, because the Saints so defense scares me, man. I'm gonna go with the Saints just because I like Sean Payton, I like their defense, and I think they're gonna make Matty Ice pay. I I'm got go Saints, with the Saints too. One, yeah, and Saints, the Saints twenty one. They're in. Yeah, I'm, excuse me. They win and Frisco loses. They're in right. one. Right. So and it's not like San Francisco as playing somebody who has nothing to play for now. Man. Yeah. We'll get there when we get there, man. Jets 4 and 12, Bills 10 and 6. Bills are playing for seeding and the division. Division still on the line, so this is a must win. You would think they want to have at least a home playoff game. I got the Bills, man. The Jets, they had some fight the last 2 weeks. I like what I seen from Zach Wilson. But the Bills are just a better team, man. I, I got the Bills winning. What about you, Max? I got the Bills, too. You got to win this game. You don't want to go on the road for the whole playoffs. At least get one home playoff game, even though I hate playoff football in Buffalo because it's never fun when the elements control a game. Right. But let's just pray for good weather because this game's probably going to – there's going to be a playoff game in Buffalo. Jets, you had some fun. You killed A.B. Shout out to that. Yeah. That was San AP's Francisco. final resting spot. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers, 9 and 7. And the Los Angeles Rams, 12 and 4. Rams playing for division. Niners playing for their playoff hopes, man. Big storyline out of this game, though. Who's going to start? Is it going to be Trey Lance or is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? It doesn't sound good for Jimmy Garoppolo. He said his thumb is very sore after he throws. And to quote him, fuck, it hurts. Yeah. What a warrior, that guy. But I would think Trey Lance is, in, is like the number one guy for this game one. And it's scary, dude. I don't think as a Niner fan, I'm going, going oh, so confident. Remember you know what, Max? You could have won and avoided this whole thing. Well, that yeah. game's coming back to bite you in the ass and the Rams. They need to win this game. If they lose and the Cardinals win, they're a wild card. So the Rams yeah. are playing for the division, and San Francisco's playing for their playoff hopes. Oh, just I'm a little quick. Game. Yeah, quick nugget. the The Niners have won what five straight against the mm-hmm. the Rams. So they've been they've been sunning these dudes. So you got to think that the Rams are pissed off. They're tired of losing to these guys with Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. Even I don't know who to pick, man. I just I I just know this. Trey Lance, as much as criticism, both me and you both give him. I'm not going to judge the kid so hard on this game because no, I don't feel I, I don't feel like he's ready. He's not ready for a game like this. And it's tough that he's going to this is going to be his third start 
in a must-win game on the road against a crazy good Rams team. Honestly, if Trey Lance plays good, I will be very surprised, one. Yes. But two, yes. that's the best sign any Niner fan can hope for. Even if they lose right. and Trey Lance looks good, yeah, I'm like, this might be it. And yeah. you know what? I, I can't go with the Niners. I think the Rams are playing too well. I know they struggled against Baltimore. Baltimore's a good team. Doesn't matter what the record is. Yeah. I'm going with the Rams. It's going to be a tight game. It's going to be close. But I think this Rams <coughs> – excuse me. I just think this Rams defense got too many players. And this is, this is a big game. The Rams aren't going to bench everybody like they usually do in the last week of the season. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Niners, dude. You know what? I think this team has a lot of grit. I think – their defense just does good against Sean McVay, and man. Stafford has been a little like, here's the He's been ball. shaky. He's been shaky, shaky, baby. He's been shaky, man. Look, whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy Garoppolo, man, I like the I like the Niners running the ball. I think they're going to run the hell out of it. Well, they're going to have to. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I would say, though, the Niners lose this game and – they don't make the playoffs, obviously. I think it's a lost season, dude. It's terrible. I think that was it's a waste a, of They squandered an opportunity. They really did because the whole reason why they didn't start this kid is because they felt like they had a run with Jimmy Garoppolo. But you and, know, the Saints could lose. The Saints could yeah, lose. The Saints. We don't even have anything to talk about. Right, right. But it's just it's a horrible situation, man, where you could have just played the kid. You could have just played him, you know. Yeah. If you're gonna miss the playoffs, yeah, you got to you got to make the playoffs, bro. You got to. I agree it. with you. It's yeah. dire times in San Fran, but let's see. I think this is gonna be this. I think the Saints, the Falcons, this game, and of course the Raider game must watch TV, must yes. watch NFL stuff. Yeah. Uh, New England Patriots ten and six. Miami Dolphins eight and eight. Dolphins got eliminated last week. Dolphins, as we said, still playing for the division. And depending on what seed they get, uh, I think they're going to beat the Dolphins, man. Uh, they lost you to mean the, the Dolphins. Patriots are playing for a seed. And the yes, division. Patriots. Yeah, yes, so Patriots pa- with a win and a Bills loss win the division. Oh, but they're clinching. They're clinching. Yeah. They have a spot in the playoffs regardless. Yeah. So it, it's going to be tough. Maybe, maybe Bill Belichick packs it up and say, hey, let, let me get a bye week. You never know. We'll see. I still like the Patriots here. They're gonna be pissed off from that week one loss in my uh in New England against the Dolphins. They have a lot of bad memories of Dolphins, I would say. Right. Recently. Right. And you know what, one? We didn't really talk about this real one quick in the Dolphin nugget. The Dolphins have had two times where their playoff hopes came down to like the last week of the season, and Tua took a big dump in both games. I think that's worth saying he maybe he's not the guy. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's the guy. Seahawks, 6-10. and 10. Is this the last game of Russell Wilson's career? We shall see because they're playing against the Arizona Cardinals, 11-5. and five. Division is still on the line. I believe if the Cards win and the Rams lose, the division is the Cardinals. Well, you're doing my job, but you're right, one. I'll allow it. <laughs> but the Cardinals have a spot regardless. So they, they yeah. I know they have something to play for, but it's not as dire as other teams. Right, right. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. I don't like what I seen from the Seahawks, even though they put up a 50 burger. Uh, I like the Cardinals to take care of business. I think this I is going to be the last sign of 
Russell Wilson, I think he's done with the Seahawks. That's Dude, just the way I see I honestly, it. I want to just take the Seahawks just because just for Russ to cook one last time. <laughs> Could this I've be been... the week where, where Russell Wilson gets his MVP vote? Right. I doubt I don't it. Think so maybe it's the maybe it's the guy who didn't vote for Rogers and said, Yeah, I'm that guy's an asshole. Jerk. First of all. I love well, it that I love that Rogers called him a bum. He means fucking... petty. That guy's petty, you know. Yeah, whatever. It was petty. Yeah. But um who you you're rolling with the Cardinals too, right? I got I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. It'll be kind of weird if this like this is if this is Russell's last game. Yeah. I think it is. And I can't I wait so. for the offseason talk. We'll look we great in Philly. Russ. Like <laughs> no, great kidding. in Vegas too. <laughs> Carol- <laughs> Carolina Panthers five and eleven traveling to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is leaking oil right now, man. They're hobbling. They're shot. They're, they're a taking wounded. their shirts off. Yeah, they're fucking. Look, AB is technically still on the team. They've been the talk of the town. I feel like they get the job done against the Panthers because the Panthers just suck that much. Uh, um, team that would definitely pack it in one, two, three, Cancun, the Panthers. Right. I know they're five and 11 one. This is a team ripe with talent. It's yeah. ripe with talent. They just need to figure out the quarterback position. Maybe we'll see Deshaun Watson there. Maybe we'll see Russell Wilson. This is a team that hasn't been shy about it, but I know we're not going to see cam. We're not going to see Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football. This is what, We've been waiting to talk about. It's the last game of the year. It's the best game of the week. No doubt. The Los Angeles Chargers, 9-7, and seven, going to Las Vegas to play the Raiders, who are 9-7 and seven also. Both look, of these teams are not playing for a division. They are playing for the playoff berth. Winner it's gets when in. you're in, basically. Let's just this call feels it like game it seven. This is what this it feels is like. Win. And in winner goes home. This is the NBA playoffs. Winner go home. No. That's what this is. We're gonna spend a lot of time on this game because Juan's gonna rant. He's gonna do his little sad face when he goes. I'm I not, just don't want to get blown out. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I. I really don't. I. I don't want them to get blown out. Um, what this game is. What, what this game is gonna come down to is how well can the Raiders run the football. Yeah, I think that's when it comes down to, and how well the Chargers can defend the run. Yeah, I that that's where that's that's where the Raiders have the leg up on the Chargers. Charge, like you said, Max, bad defensive team when it comes to the run. The Raiders have been very, very, very inconsistent in the run game. Josh Jacobs played with broken ribs last week. Their offensive line is hit and hit or miss. It really is. It's like I said, inconsistent. I'm of course going with the Raiders. I'm you know my pick. How many weeks have I picked the Chargers? One. Yeah, it's only put right. one more fucking week on the Chargers for Matt. <laughs> yeah. look, now look, I wish both these teams could be in the playoffs. I really do. There's a chance they could, but yeah, <laughs> unlikely. Look. For the Raiders, it comes down to you got to stop Herbert. If if we're looking at the game, it it's not necessarily about stopping him at this point. I I think he's the type of quarterback against most teams. It's about containing him. How do you contain Mike Williams, Eckler, and Keenan Allen? Yeah. So that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, I'm going with the Chargers. I think Herbert is going to put on the show. Oh man, this is the type of game, man. The fucking Raiders, dude. 
if this if they win this game, like you're a believer, it's like this is the game they gotta prove it. And in those prove it games, I'm like 0-3 with these fools. Yeah. So I can't I just can't pick them in. I just like you, I've I've won a good game. Just the last game yeah. of the week, last regular season game of 2022 or 2021 season, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm excited, man. I think it's gonna come down to maybe one timely turnover. Or it I, might come down to who has the ball last. You know what? And another thing to bring up, uh, there's two ways of looking at it for the Raiders, man. It's either you hold in on on this opportunity, man, and you give everyone else a job next year in your facility. That's going down to the scouts, um, the GM, the head coach, players, coordinators, the whole nine, bro. These Everyone needs to know what's at stake. Because they can easily roll in this game, Max, and say, hey, you know what? This is basically our uh, a playoff game at home. We've won three games. No one thought we are a win. No one thought we'll be in this situation. We're just happy that we're here. And we're just going to lay down. Or you can look at it from like what I said. This is a big opportunity, man. You can literally... Help out families, bro, that want to stay in Vegas, you know, coaches, players, whatever, dude. It's, it's huge, man. And I I, I love the fact that Carr is going to play. He's not hurt. Uh, knock on wood. What, what about I'll, Waller, one? Let's see Waller, Waller sounds like he's going to play. And I, Nate Hobbs. Something from five hours ago that said Rich Passaccia said Darren Waller is back. He's off COVID-19. Yeah. He is limited, though. He practiced today. Yeah, this is the time. Limited. I mean, this is the time where injuries don't matter. You got to play. Yeah, you got to yeah. play. I I feel like you play for Waller, and Nate Hobbs is playing. If you guys didn't know, Max kind of mentioned it. Um, another one of another one of our players. It's like we're immune to it at this point. We're already used to it. I didn't flinch. I was just like, when is this shit gonna end? Nate Hobbs, DUI. He's a nickel corner for for the Raiders rookie. Um, not exactly the same situation as rugs. Definitely not. A lot different. A lot different. Apparently, allegedly, should I say, because his lawyers fighting in all the, all the whole nine. Um, he was he was spotted by a Las Vegas PD officer asleep in his car off a freeway ramp. In is a there a more, is Daryl Worley still on your team? Uh, no. What is there early right there, bro? I mean, look, I, who knows what the fuck happened, dude? Who knows if he was driving? He was like, fuck, I'm too drunk. I got to pull over and I just got to fucking I got to stop or who knows? I, I don't know. I really don't. It's All not, I know, it's not a huge story. It's just a young guy being a little dumb. It's just bad yeah. timing. Exactly. He's going to play, though. It is confirmed he will play Sunday. He's been night. a really good piece, and for it's the huge. Defense. Yeah, that's huge. They we need, need him. him. Yeah. We need him, and we need this whole defense. And I'm scared as shit for, um, of Herbert and all the weapons that you said with Eckler and all that, man. But like I said, if the Raiders get the run game going like they have been the last two weeks, especially early in the game, I think the Raiders are gonna win, man. They're gonna win because the last time we played these fuckers. Gruden got real pass happy. I believe we started off the game with about like six straight passes and we went three and out twice. So hopefully it's a different deal, man. Don't go out there and lay an egg. Let's go 
Raiders, because that's who the fuck I'm rolling with, bro. I'm going to be devastated as fuck if we lose. But fuck it, man. I can't wait, dude. I I can't fucking wait. He, he's gonna... not kidding. He he tortures himself. He tortures himself. <laughs> right? He's not kidding. We're... <laughs> I can't fucking he's not wait, like man. He tortures himself. Like, I guarantee, <laughs> dude. I guarantee you can pl- clip this before the pod. If the Raiders lose, he's going to be like, dude. I'm <laughs> so tired of this fucking team, dude. dude I will be. <laughs> I will be, man. But you know what? I fucking... I didn't pick this shit. They picked me, bro. That's what I tell people. All right? The fucking Raiders chose me, dog. I didn't choose this life. Anyway, that's it for your week 18 pickums, man. A uh, little bit over time, but you know what? I think we're rolling at a great fucking I think pace, so, bro. too, man. We great did them in the, 20% less time than we usually do. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. Exactly. And we're, we'll be talking a lot more next week. Got the playoffs rolling. I'm fucking excited. But from the thumbnail and the title of the video, we're going to be talking some NBA now. So let's go ahead and transition to some basketball, man. And you know we can't talk basketball without talking our beloved. About the surging Los Angeles (laughs) Lakers. Surging without AD. Russ, turnover free games. First game since 2016. That's fucking crazy. No. And you know what? I love it, one. You know, the, the day before the press conference, he goes, well, my game's not predicated. I make turnovers. I'm allowed. I'm like, well, yeah, but maybe you could just not one fucking game. Like, you know I what I know, love, Russ. Max? You know what I love? Well, I love the love fucking one. report that came out today where it was like one of these no fucking shit moments where they're like, Lakers are pursuing a trade with russell westbrook no fucking shit oh yeah yeah oh yeah and they go and they say in in the report they go it's gonna be real difficult due to declining play and contract no 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 not russ remember when they traded for him we were like oh we fucking hate this yeah i mean look it's been bad me and one talked about a one out of ten one i'd say two out of ten just because we turned down DeMar DeRozan, who's just had in the midst of a renaissance-type year. MB, I mean, MVP-type season. Definitely MVP-type year. Of yeah. Brian Scalabrini smoking fucking dick. He said most yeah. improved. Good, fuck Good job, you. Brian Scalabrini. Way to be the bum that you always were. That's a trash take. <laughs> but this Lakers team, we're a world LeBron dependent. He's having a great year. If he qualify, he'd be second in scoring right now, Juan. That's a great sign, right? 37-year-old on your team. I mean, the whole reason why we got Russ apparently was to, you know, stop the the trend. Yeah, lighten the load. I swear to God, I feel like Russ heavy the load, bro. So, look, this is what I wanted. We we had multiple conversations talking about the Lakers, man. Multiple, man. Off, off, um, Off podcast. And I just want you to just give out your full thoughts. On, like, why the fuck did this happen? We're always talking about what we could have had and what we have now. Just go all in, bro. So, first of all, why is it a two for you that the season is going the way it is on a scale to one to two? disaster. I mean, personally, I love when he gets the ball off a fast break and just throws it into the fucking basket or just throws as no sense of moment no sense of decision-making, it's just disastrous. It's like, why do we want to take the ball out of the best playmaker in the NBA, potentially LeBron James, and give it to one of the worst? 
No. Uh, there's no shooting one, 30% from three, uh, 40, uh, 45% from the field. He's not finishing at the basket. And yeah, I'm just tired of Russ, bro. I, I fucking, I hate, I really hate the shit talking he does. Cause it's I'm like, bro, you ain't that cold. My guy, you can rock <laughs> that fucking baby all you want. You still a flawed motherfucking player. And I know every player has flaws. No. But just try to get better at your craft, and it's just a decline, man. He's 33. I mean, if I ever met Russ, I'd definitely say, hey, man, what's up? I wouldn't, you know what? Fuck, I wouldn't even go up to Russ. I'm not going to lie. And- wouldn't go up to Russ. I think Russ is a nice guy, great teammate. I think he tries really hard, but he has no concept of when he's hurting a team. No. And it's just, and- it's just they panicked. They were like, oh, we got star power. Give me Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and Trez back before I fucking yeah. take this guy, bro. It, oh, and God. another big reason, another big reason that's been confirmed is they had Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan as an option. I think we hate they, those two guys. I think we're like, fuck them. They'll never play for the Lakers. They did something to unbelievable. Us because how many times we could have had them like 2014 or 15, whatever. And we you know like, what, nah. though? It's not the first time that they turned down L.A. native guys. That's what I'm saying. But I took Russ, who's an L.A. native, and went to UCLA. Yeah. And bullshit, bullshit. But I don't know why we – I would have loved DeMar, man. Like, he just does everything Russ should be doing but better. Yeah. It's a little quick question from Ethan. Do you know an Ethan? Welcome to the show, Ethan. It says, start bench cut in their prime, LeBron, KD, or Bird? Braun KD's uh, coming off the bench. You can go ahead and cut Larry. <laughs> cut Larry. I mean, ain't no disrespect to Larry. Like, <laughs> you got to cut somebody who's great. Yeah. Ain't no yeah. disrespect, but you're giving me the freak of nature and a seven-foot free, uh, bigger version of Larry Bird. I'll take KD. I don't give a fuck what people said about Larry Bird in his prime. He can't guard someone who's seven feet tall and athletic. Yeah. And I'm going I'm going to start Braun, bench KD, cut Bird. Yeah. I mean, just me. it's no disrespect to Larry Bird, great player, top top twenty no. player of all time, amazing player. No. And Sorry, speaking of and speaking of defense, man, I mean, God. the Lakers are bottom ten in both defense and offense, and you got to look at some of the players that they essentially chose over all these other dudes, like Caruso, who is flourishing right now in Chicago. If only we made a video about all the things he does good. And we did. Go ahead and check that out. Quick little, you know, plug. Selfless plug. I mean, that's a that's an applicable plug. We're supposed to yeah. plug that. But THT, the guy that we picked over Caruso, oh, has been an absolute disaster. This H- is a him guy and Russ that was... have been exchanging fucking shooting tips or something. This, this is a guy, Max, that we when we talked about some of the trades that we will do with Russ and we'll be like, oh, maybe we can throw in THT. I don't even think he's a trade asset right now. No. That's how fucking bad he is. He is terrible. He can't shoot. He can't play make. He can't get to the line. He's a bad free throw shooter. All the above, bro. He he is horrendous. He is trending absolutely down. And this is a guy that we paid almost the same amount of money as Alex Caruso, it makes no sense. I don't know if it's Le GM, aka LeBron, doing these, Rob Palinka, but the Lakers not, are 0 for 3 right now. I can't imagine Caruso. And 
I think it's understated the loss of him, how big it's been on the Lakers. Like, you look around the league, one, look at the Warriors. Who's their high energy glue guy who just does all the little dirty work? Who's been having a phenomenal year? Gary Payton. Hmm. Yeah. That guy seems fucking important. We had one of those. We had Alex Crusoe, who by the end of it was a high level three and D player. One, like when we when we started watching Crusoe and any shot, we're like, that's not going in. By the end of it, I was like, pretty confident that ball's going in. That's what he yeah. does. And it's it's there's no way it's Frank Vogel who wanted him gone. And I, I can't imagine LeBron wanted him gone. So I don't know if it's Polinka. I don't know who it is, but I mean, this is a guy who just impacted the Lakers in the best way. Like when you look at this team one, who do you see? It's like who can impact the game without scoring the ball? Not many guys. And Alex Crusoe could impact the game. Ken Bazemore's been a travesty. Ariza's been okay. Still no sign of Kendrick Nunn, who was our mid-level exception guy who's supposed to change things. But what is Kendrick Nunn going to do? Yeah, and everyone's talking about this whole trade deadline, trade deadline, trade deadline. What Let's the see fuck what LeBron Exactly. What the fuck are we going to give? Who's going to take our and shit? Don't get me wrong. I love Jeremy Grant for Russ. Fucking <laughs> make it happen. You but know, if you I, think we're gonna get Jeremy Grant for THT in a first round pick, I would be like, there have to be. You're smoking fucking drugs. Rob blew the fucking GM of the. He had a blow Detroit. Yeah, it, it's not gonna happen. It's you know NBA Twitter is a fucking garbage place to be with with the whole NBA trades, you know, stupid stuff like that. Where Russell Westbrook for. Jeremy Grant. What I would fucking love world? To hear some of the fucking trades for Russ that they talked about with teams. <laughs> I heard, I, and I, I just told want you. to point back out to you because you pissed me <laughs> off. I said three fucking years ago to you. I said Russ has no fucking trade value. You go, oh, you get a lot for him. They trade him for Chris I Paul. Mean, like, oh, yeah, another guy who had no value at the time. That was three years ago, though. I just want to say, fuck you. You were wrong. <laughs> Give me my flowers. All you right. Love, I haven't been have wild it. up in a while. I was you, sick. You can have it. You I just want it. to point out to you, Russ sucks. <laughs> Russ yeah, he's better sucks. than me at basketball, 100%. <laughs> but I'm a lot better knowing my fucking role in this podcast. I would love to know. Knowing his role for the Lakers. I would love to hear those guys. Remember remember the video that we put out for the clip about Russell Westbrook? And we actually got like a lot of views on it. And, you know, people were commenting like, Oh, like Russ is a winner. Russ is this. Russ is that. A winner win. I I know. That's the last thing I'd say about Russ. I would love. I would. I would honestly love to know their opinion right now. And I think the the only thing that they could say is it's early. It's early. And the whole reason why start off slow. Right. 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 And the whole reason why I gave him a five, and I'm not so low as Max. Because at the end of the day, even though it is LeBron that's fucking putting up a bunch of points and he's carrying us, it's not a disaster as far as like, oh, my God, there's no fucking coming back from this. They are over 500 right now. As we speak, they're the seventh seed. It's not terrible. It can be a lot worse right now. I mean, you see a couple of the teams under us. We could be the Portland Trailblazers and be 14 and 22. Who's fucking trash? They got coaching problems and they got a superstar who's probably going to leave. So it could I be a lot worse. Superstars would leave. <laughs> I don't think he's a superstar, Max. <laughs> I wish one of our players would leave. But look, you're right, one. It's not as bad as I'm making it up, but I'm, I'm looking at it through the lens of it doesn't matter if we, we shouldn't be as bad as Portland. We're supposed to. This team is built for one reason, one. 
to win a championship. Yeah. And yeah. we are so fucking out of the stratosphere of the Suns, the Warriors. Yeah. The the Jazz, I would say, are way better than us. And I think I, that's I mean, the I love AD. That's the big Yeah. But it's time to for him to fucking pull his big boy pants up and be the man. Or this shit's and I, done. And I think that's the biggest difference, Max. I heard like I heard somebody the other day trying to compare this this team to the Whatever, whatever, 2016 Cavs, whatever, whatever year they won it, when LeBron had like the shit um, team around him, and you know they had Wade, they had Isaiah LeBron Thomas in the beginning like of the year, thirty-two, back it, no, then, which is it, crazy, it, yeah, and he was he was absolutely nuts. But I think the biggest the biggest difference, not only the team, but the competition that he had to go through. We're not talking about Toronto. We're not talking about the Indiana Pacers, like you said, the Utah Jazz, as as much shit we want to talk about with their playoff woes, for them to be the third best team in the West, that's really good fucking competition. Like, there's no way in hell you're going to get past the Golden State Warriors <laughs> or the Phoenix Suns with this team, with no. LeBron carrying it. I don't I care mean, dude, we, how like good LeBron said, is. There's no defense on this roster. There is absolutely no defensive acumen on this roster or want to. We are a lot like those 16 Cavs won in the way that we don't give one shit about defense, and I hate that. (laughs) And that year we won a championship in the bubble. Even that whole year, it was locked down. Avery Bradley, who still has some defensive ability, I agree, but he's just lost a step on offense. I would love Danny Green so much on this team right now, but we ran his ass out of town because he missed a three in a meaningless in a finals game that we still won the series. No problem. Don't worry about it, guys. But it's just, I mean, we're we're just a train wreck right now, dude. Like, I don't know what the solution is. I think it's like Jeff Van Gundy was saying, like, he's like, look at their roster. Their problem is the roster, and he's hundred percent right. And I don't think we can fix it. We don't have an asset to trade that I would want to trade to fix the roster. And we don't got no picks. No. The fuck are we going to trade, away. man? It, it's going to take something where it's like a four-team trade or three-team trade, and it's mainly Yo, like salary. It's so bad one. Dumped. When we got Stanley Johnson, how excited was I? I was like, dude, this guy might help us. How we excited signed, was I? For we Stanley just signed Johnson. Stanley Johnson today. See, I'm excited for Stanley. Dude, I saw more fight and willpower out of Stanley Johnson than I've seen out of Russ, which is sad on defense. And you know what? He not good on defense either, Russ. I don't know. Just t- anyone, feel free. Sons, Ethan, somebody, the, the Russian guy in here. I don't even know. <laughs> Just tell me what Russ does well for this team. Nothing. And if you're gonna say, "Oh, he sets the tone," fucking love that. Love it. And I, I'm <sighs> curious to see how long LeBron goes for bat for Russell Westbrook. Probably until he's off. The I bet he fucking hates it. I bet he hates it because, dude, uh, the turnovers he know. gets are like catastrophic. You're like, yeah. And in the Nets game, he misses a wide open layup, and I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> I love you. This is one rant <sighs> about the Raiders. I ran about the Lakers. That's how this. That's oh, the yeah. formula for this podcast. You got to. But uh, let's move on to our next topic for NBA. I wanted to talk. I know you put COVID stuff on here, Max. I, I just want to yeah. say how big of a joke it is. Yeah. That's it. No. I, mean, I love seeing Joe Johnson lace him up after a great stint <laughs> in the big three. Hey, man, without COVID, 
IT would have never got his chance. Oh, thank God IT got his shot. <laughs> I think he's healthy. I love IT oh, healthy. Man. I I mean I love it. Yeah. I love it. Thank God but, uh, he's healthy. You know who's not struggling, and I'm very curious to see to hear your opinion about this team. So the Western Conference standings as it sits right now: Golden State, Golden State Warriors one, Suns at two. Jazz at three at the number four spot at 25 and 14. The Memphis Grizzlies are the fourth seed. And I think they're just very, very interesting to me. This is a team where John Moran has already missed multiple games this year. And it seemed like that that did not matter. We're always talking about how they're so fucking deep. Like this dude, Bane has fucking emerged like they have a legit 11 to 12 man rotation that they can I mean one I can go, let me just say the roster real quick just Stephen Adams the solid guy Kyle Anderson Bain Dylan Brooks Brandon Clark Jared Culver Jaron Jackson Tyus Jones Melton DeAnthony Melton John Morant uh Xavier Tillman Zaire Williams like Tyrell Terry dude there ain't no one on this team I'm like man they suck yeah, and you look at the Lakers. Sometimes we're running guys out there. I'm like, oh, that guy's that guy sucks. I mean, they anyone... got they got five guys max that are averaging double digits in points. I mean, that's I wish pretty we had that problem. Good. Exactly. So, and a lot of people, I, I bet a lot of people just don't watch the Memphis Grizzlies, and I'm kind of I'm kind of a prisoner of that, and I've been watching them for the last couple couple days. And I've noticed they don't really use John Morant as your typical superstar. Like he's only averaging 25.1 points a game, about six rebounds and six assists. His usage rate, I looked it up, not that fucking bad. It is not up in the numbers of like a... Trey Young, prime, yeah. Harden, the Kyrie Irving. Well, well think about him, Juan. He's not a finished product by any stretch. And like, do you tr- like Trey Young is the type of guy you get the ball to top of the key, you let him, you let him give him a screen, let him go. But he's not going to do a lot of step backs. He's not an advanced shot maker, what I would say. No. But man, he's fun to watch. He's the heart and soul of the team. I feel like I really feel like. Man, he's the engine that makes this team go. And I know there's been reports. It's like I've seen articles like, do they really need him? They're one and three since he came back. Well, you know what? When a great player comes in, you know everybody's kind of got to readjust to life without him. You know, right? That's right. bullshit. John Morant is an all star this year. The Grizzlies are playing great. Taylor Jenkins doing a hell of a job. And I wish Lakers had this problem. They had a lot of good players, a lot of good lot. young talent. And I'm still waiting on Jaron, bro. I'm gonna go down with that ship if I have. You know what? It's it's so weird. I I think it's just the culture that they have with their guys, where it's like, you know what? You're not gonna come in here and score a bunch of points. Like you're not. You're gonna have nights where you don't get ten rebounds, sixteen points a game, Jaron Jackson. But man, it don't feel like it. But I mean, he's the biggest problem was like. I remember you talking about it with, you know, it's because he plays with Valanchunas and people are like, is a guy that good where he's that big and he's not even getting 10 rebounds? And it's like this year they pick up a guy in Steven Adams who's basically the same shit as yeah. fucking Valanchunas. And it's kind of like the one, same problem. 
I feel like I mean we I mean we didn't even have this team to talk about, and I don't know how long you want to go, but I feel like Evan Mobley's a lot of what I envisioned Darren Jackson would look like. I feel like Evan Mobley and the Cavs, who are surprisingly frisky Cavs, yeah, maybe something to do with Colin Sexton being out too. <laughs> but I think Evan Mobley's been transcendent for them as of right now. I love what I've seen from him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but is there any move? I think the the most obvious thing when you have a team like this, you say they got so much talent. Oh my god, let's trade them! Like literally, like that's what happens. It's you have all this all this shit, and you try to get another superstar. Is it worth it for Memphis to trade off a guy like Bane and um, Dylan no, I Brooks? Think just, I think they're at the point where you got to let them grow together. You got to let them grow together. Because, look, they play their ass off on fucking defense. Like, they have a quote-unquote type. They got guys that are have high character and fucking care about defense. Like, they, they absolutely care on the defensive side of the ball. Like, they're not the whole grit and grind team of back in the day, but, but they're pretty but the damn foundation good. one of... We get guys who play hard, who play Memphis Grizzly basketball. It's right. still there. And you Culture. gotta pay homage to the OGs. You gotta pay homage to the Mike Conleys, Tony Allen, Tayshawn Prince, Zach Randolph, Marcus Rudy Gabe, OJ Mayo, Hamid Haddadi. You gotta <laughs> pay homage to those guys who set the foundation for these guys, man. Yeah. It's a culture in Memphis. It went from Lionel Hollins to Fitzdale. To now Taylor Jenkins. I'm sure I'm missing a coach here and there. I'm going to sneeze. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you, man. It's just, it's great to see a young team like this that's homegrown and they're succeeding. And you don't have to have this fucking point guard type of player that just takes over the fucking usage rate on your team. Because it seems like every fucking team is trying to find that guy. Everyone's trying to find a Luka, a James Harden, a LeBron, even, for God's sake, a Russell Westbrook who <laughs> dominate the fucking ball. <laughs> you and they think, just I run was everything. not expecting you to say Russ, bro. That <laughs> shit is hilarious. I mean, Russ is that player, though. It's like their usage rate is unbelievable. And it's just fucking like the proof is in the pudding. Build a fucking team. And actually learn how to play compliment. Comp, um, I'm, I'm getting the words. Basketball. Thank you. Got you. I got and you. learn how to play like that, bro. Like it still exists. And I just, I, I love the fact mm-hmm. that the Memphis Grizzlies do that. John Morant is going to end up, if he can stay healthy, because I still am betting on him to tear his ACL. And I really hope it doesn't happen just because this dude is a, a psychopath. He's like, I don't care about anything. But he's D Rose from three. Yeah, 49% from the field. What I would give to have Russell Westman with these percentages. And you know what? He's the type of guy. He does not always chuck in up threes. He doesn't chuck. I mean, I'm just in awe of John Moran. I think he's a hell of a player. And One thing that scares me, and you said it last year, like during this time, I, I probably before the season, it's that D. Rose in him. It's that no, nah, he took D. Rose to another level up. where he, he's like, he thinks he's Superman or something. Like, yeah. he's one of those safeties that thinks, like, in football, you know, you have, like, a 5'11 safety, 200 pounds, that thinks he's the biggest, <sighs> baddest dude. 
right. who thinks they're six eight, like two eighty. That's what John, John Moran thinks he's Braun, and I, I hope he exactly. can stay as healthy as LeBron. Yeah, but gotta love the Grizzlies, man. I hope they make a run. Uh, if I love had your a point pick- one with what you said about how. Grizzlies aren't like here's the ball fifty times a game. Just go, right? Have fun. Yeah, like everyone's trying said, to look he's for like that the guy. Anti Trey Young. If yeah. maybe that's a good segue to talk about a Hawk team that. So look, I was like a year early. I remember I was like, they're gonna be the four seed, bro. I think they got a lot of talent. Then they were ass with Moy um, Pierce, and then last year they were struggling. And they got Nate McMillan, and they they ride the ship. And then I was like, well, I kind of predicted this last year, pre pod. I want to say that we weren't we weren't potting <laughs> or yeah. YouTube manage whatever we were doing, but now they're struggling again. One and I know I like, get it, it's hard to say you know there's COVID. John Collins is out. Trey Young's out. But I know Trey Young just had 50 points. I know I'm aware he's a hell of a player. But man, the Hawks are struggling one, and they're yeah. talking about trading Cam Reddish and Gallinari for a piece. I pose the question to you, one. Why don't they just go all in and just get like Cat? And Capella's been a train wreck. Capella's not been good at all. Yeah. Yeah, they're 16 and 20. I I I don't like Capella. I don't like Capella for them. You know, in theory, you like him on paper, but I don't think he's just a good fit with them. And I, mean, I think he there's a had his usefulness. Maybe he just outlived it with the Hawks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you, you hear all these all these things where um they have too many mouths to feed and too much talent on the team, blah, 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 blah. You know what, what the fucking problem is? And I've actually caught a lot of Atlanta Hawk games this year because I bet on them a lot. And they fuck, they have been killing me. <laughs> I was going to say, season. are you getting fucked by the Hawks? <laughs> yes, they, they fucking kill me, dude. Because I'm like, the Hawks are good, you know? But I think their main problem when I watched them they don't play no kind of fucking defense. And I think that was the biggest difference when they went on that little win streak. They cared about defense. And I think Trey Young has gone into his old ways where he doesn't give any effort on that side. And it's like, I know you can do it, bro. Before I didn't believe, I'm like, okay, he's a small dude. Like, what the fuck is he going to do? But By you, no means... Is John Moran a good defender one? But yeah. he puts in effort. Effort. Puts That's effort. all it is. And we talk about culture with the Memphis Grizzlies. What's the culture in Atlanta? And I feel like really what it is, it's Trey Young. Like, Trey Young, they're all going to follow this dude. However, how hard he plays, that's how hard they're going to play. And on a night in and night out basis, this guy's not putting in the effort on the other end. And guys see that. Like, you're going to wind up following your leader. And I think that's a big reason why they're 16 and 20 right now. And I I believe they're going to make a run at some point when they start playing some defense, though, man. What are you thinking? I think what you said has some credence to it, Juan. And, I mean, we have to, we have to account for DeAndre Hunter's been out. He's their best defender on the wing. But He's who was out wrist. during the wintry? But yeah, he, he was out there too. Good. So I, I think sometimes one, you get a new coach, you get energized, you start playing hard. I think in the NBA, especially in the NBA, if you play hard, play defense, you can be the Knicks. I know the Knicks yeah. are struggling too, but last year, what did the Knicks do? All they did was play hard. They didn't have right. a lot of talent. They didn't have the freaking 10 guys off the bench who could score and create. They just had guys yeah. who played hard, played defense, and they made the playoffs. 
And I think this Atlanta Hawks team's one is in need of some effort. That's really what it is. Trey Young yeah. is a great player, but man, I think the fish stinks from the head. If the if your leader is not a playing defense, and I mean, I feel like the Lakers are a prime example of this too. Like LeBron has been real lackadaisical this year. Yeah, the team's been lackadaisical too. That year we won the championship. I hate sounding like an old man. He was locked in on that end, and so was the rest of the team. Yeah, because other and guys. I, I did feel it. like there's a lot of negative numbers with Capella's defense. But man, it's hard to play defense when there's four guys who don't give a shit. It's hard to pin it on Clint Capella not protecting the rim. I know, you know he's been as good. You know what though? Um, who was the guy you said for for the trade piece? Uh, Cam Reddish for them? Gallinari. They they're looking at trading. How about Sabonis for the Atlanta Hawks? I, I think John Collins and him. It's too too similar. Unless you're planning to play him at the five and go say fuck it, we're going all in on offense. Let's do it. Yeah. No defense team. Yeah. Then I like it. I, I like Sabonis for a lot of teams, man. I've been hearing a lot of things about Sabonis on how maybe he can go to the Warriors, even a team like the Grizzlies, you know, if they want to go for a guy like him. I think that could work because then you just yeah. you would just fling Jaron to the five where he should right. be anyway. The thing is, that, is that you deteriorate deal. that talent, though. You get, you know, you, you get rid of – because, like, Indiana's not going away without at least – they're getting at least Dylan Brooks or Bain. One of those yeah, guys. I would, I would honestly think you probably have to throw in both, and then you could throw in like exactly. Xavier Tillman and a couple first round picks. I mean, they might even ask for like Williams. I hear Williams. No, have fun. Take him. Nah. I would love to see that. That's a great little thing. And yeah. I mean, Indiana doesn't want to do a hard reset. And I think maybe that's a good way to stave that off because if something's broken in Indiana. I know Miles Turner is always the problem up there. I don't like Miles Turner, never have, but problems are deeper than him. Yeah. I think the one bright spot that's been for the Indiana Pacers is Chris uh, Duarte, the rookie. Yeah, Duarte is a bonus, and Brogdon are solid. But the team yeah. is just – Rick Carlisle is a real prickly guy, and it's kind of hard right. to get along with him. I mean, I feel like they've been really underwhelming, and so is the Portland Trailblazers in the West. I feel like those two teams are kind of in similar positions. Obviously, Indiana doesn't have a superstar in Dame Lillard, but yeah. I mean, how many years can I say blow this shit up? One, how many years I mean, have you known me? You've known me like ten years at this point. Yeah. When was the first time you heard me say blow this fucking team up? Uh, beef. I think it was the I, year I was, before they made it, was, it to the to the Western Conference Finals. I'm saying, bro, that was yeah. it. Y'all yeah. got smacked without KD. Mm-hmm. It's done for y'all. Yeah. Just call it, call it, and don't I think, wait too long. I think they're they're a year late on trading Dame. I think they should have pulled the trigger this summer and traded Dame Damian Lillard. I think it's coming back to bite them. I think he's obviously a guy who's fatigued, and his mind is just not in it, Dame. Because when he has played, his numbers have been down, way fucking down. Well, I, I don't th- even give a shit about the numbers. The eye test for me, it's just he's he's, right. he's lost a step. It looks I, like. I mean, and I'm this not is a guy that played in the. He, he he was shitty in the Olympics. Yeah, he hasn't quit though. I want to say that he he's he never gonna quit. quit. He's never gonna. You quit. You know what, one? How what what would you say Dame's value is one out of ten, trade wise? I think right now it's a nine. In the summer, it was a ten. I, I think his value. The more you look at it. 
I think a lot of teams are going to be scared. Because the defensive part. Defensive part, too, but how old's Dame one? How old is Dame? Like 30, what, 32? 31, 31? going on 32. Okay. For a small guard who's going to be making $50 million? Yeah. Does that sound like a great recipe? Right situation. You got to do the right situation, man. I mean, uh, I would love him in Philly. Philly would, would be great for him. I think yeah. that could revitalize his career. Yeah, I would love him I in think Philly. that might be one of the problems with the max contracts one. It just makes these guys... You know, we always say they're too hard to trade and they get traded for each other. Like John Wall for Russ. Wow, what a trade. As right. bad as Russ is, John Wall, they don't even want him to come to the team. Yeah. So it's it's hard. Know, it's man. I think Dame's value is a little over over boost, like overhyped than what people think it yeah. is. Like, like, okay, let's just say who's a team with a lot of young talent? Like a really lot of young talent. Uh Memphis. Uh, okay, would they trade Cade for Dame, the Pistons? No. That that's where I think. I mean, that's just I what it, I think he's gonna have to go to a contender, though. And if he doesn't go to a contender, I think it's obvious that maybe a team like the Clippers wind up getting them right now for next year. With Kawhi. Well, what the Clipper, what are the Clippers? If you okay, if you get them to the Clippers, does that mean you're parting ways with Paul George and or Kawhi? Yeah. Okay. No, you so keep Kawhi. You keep Kawhi, and you you let go of Paul George. I don't even see the point of that for the Clippers. I'm like, let me just get a, at least let me get a six eight wing that's really good on defense too. No. And I know I know Dame brings something to, in the playoffs that Paul George doesn't bring, like the clutchness, the shot making. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I feel like for Dame. In Portland, it's kind of slim out there. I'm sure a lot of like, like I'm sure New York would love them. Yeah, but what's the package look like? Is it RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, and they don't I mean, have obviously throw in a couple first round picks and some money. Yeah, I mean, you look at a lot of the contenders in the East. Really, nobody's gonna want them. Chicago, no. Brooklyn, no. no. Milwaukee, no. Miami, no. Philly, like we said, yes, love that's em. the best spot. Cleveland, I don't see it. Washington. Don't see it. Charlotte. I think if he goes to Washington, which some people are going to argue with that one, wouldn't you argue that's kind of the same spot that you're in in Portland? Yeah, exactly the same spot, except you have a taller you have a taller CJ McCollum. Yeah. Who Charlotte, no. can't play defense. I mean, look, if Portland, I hope Dame's a domino that lets them. there. It's everybody's got to go. And they just gave $90 million to Norman Powell for what reason? You love I love 6'4 players who can't really play guards position yeah. i can't guard anybody my favorite players yeah. so i think portland's misallocated funds and it's just the 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 hens have come to roost or the roosters home to whatever i don't know the <laughs> saying very well i'm fucking it up but <laughs> they just rode with it too long the wheels fall, fell off like a mile ago and they run they riding on the rim yeah i still got faith in dame i hope he goes somewhere and he balls out man because tired tired of seeing him on portland uh, I mean, we'll you're not winning a go. championship there, you know. No, no. look, one his want... four year, hundred seventy six million dollar contract is is like it's kicked in. So you got him for three years if you trade for him, and it's forty two, forty five, forty eight million, thirty four, thirty four year old guard. I mean, like I know Chris Paul's really good, but man, most guards don't age like that. Most guards, little guards, they break down. And I know Dame's had a pretty clean bill of health for most of his career, but it's yeah. scary, man. It's scary, dude. 
I'll put it like it's scary trading for 90% of players who are 31 years old making that kind of money. It's yeah. scary to me. Yeah. Now you're right. You're right, man. But like I know, think about this one real quick, and we can wrap it up. I'm sorry. I know we've gone real long today, but no, you're it's, been good, you're great. Good. it's been a hell of a podcast. I know Steph Curry's the best guard in basketball, and I knew team would love to trade for him. Mm. But really think about it. 33, like 32 years old making that money, and we know Steph Curry's got a real checkered past with injuries. It can get scary when you think about what's it going to look like in two years. Are we going to have John Wall? I mean, especially on the runs that you expect them to go on. Yeah. If you start putting more more miles on him. Like, I know Steph Curry's been, like, amazing MVP caliber player, but anytime he, like, Oh, he rolls his ankle. How scared do people get? Right. And I would I would imagine they're the favorites to go to at least the Western Conference Finals yeah, right now. Go, and those games are hard. It's like I would say every playoff game in basketball is like two regular season games. Yeah. If not three. You know, you know, me and you are big fans of the of the Bill Simmons podcast. And one thing that he did compare with Steph Curry uh recently was he was saying that Curry can potentially Go into that Brady phrase, you know how he's a fucking Brady dick writer. Yeah, that he's going into the to the the second Brady phrase. You know how Brady had the three Super Bowls to start off. Yeah, and then he had that he had that you know little little break where ten years he didn't win shit, and he and was whack low key. Yeah. And people were like, man, Brady like only has three Super Bowls. And then all of a sudden, he won three fucking more. And he's saying that Curry is kind of in that potential to be like, okay, you're in the second phase of this like great player where you can start winning again. Just because well, of the, yeah, I mean, that, you know, because the Warriors are that good right now. I mean, the yeah. Warriors are in a great situation, you know, depending on yeah. Clay, you know, Clay's a big part. But if you know if Clay winds up fitting in like the like the last puzzle piece that they feel like he is, I mean these guys have at least a three year fucking run. Yeah, they do. But yeah. sometimes we think that one, and and then Draymond Green bangs his fucking knee into somebody. He's done. Yeah. Clay Thompson sprains his ankle. He's out right. a long time. And then Curry look at Kawhi. Look at Kawhi. Huh? Look at Kawhi. Yeah. I bet the Clippers said, "Man, we at least got two years." What Clippers happened? had a three-year window, and it went three-one to the Nuggets. Kawhi ACL injury—that's two years gone, right? And I know Kawhi got hurt in the playoffs, which is the worst time. But I mean, dude, Bulls fans thought they have ten years with Derrick Rose. Yeah, it can get real fickle real quick. We'll see, though, man. I mean, Curry's game is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how it goes, man. That's an interesting point that you bring up, though. I mean, uh, yeah, it's just these guys one injury away, and I know that's everybody, but not everyone's LeBron who managed, knock on wood, who managed to be healthy their whole fucking career. Right, right. I mean, think about KD two years ago, Juan. Think about think about from his torn Achilles, he misses a whole year. And last year wasn't like the, the play was good, but how many times are we like, man, this guy can't stay on the court? Yeah. And it's I mean, th- th- what, three out of the four finals, it seems like – Injuries have been the deciding factor. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Uh, thank you for joining us for the Week 18 Pick'ems slash NBA Talk, man. We hope you guys enjoyed it. 
I would to... imagine one the NBA stuff will be picking up. I mean, we've been so heavy football yeah. mode, yeah. and we got what four week stretch right here, five week stretch. We're yeah, down the stretch, weeks. and for yeah, we got about five weeks left of the NFL. This is the this is the the home stretch for it, bro. So we're ready for it. We're gonna be talking some more basketball in the near future. Uh, we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Thank you, everyone in the stream, man. Shout out to my brother. Shout out to Ethan uh, for the shout questions, out to the man. Russian boys. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to the Russian bots. Uh, shout out to anyone that supports us, man. If you guys are new to the channel, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. It helps us out tremendously. Comment down below your thoughts on any of the topics that we had today. Say fuck the Raiders, say fuck the Chargers. I will prefer you say fuck the Chargers more than the Raiders because I'm a Raider fan. Or if you want to say F the Niners, dog. That's, that one's <laughs> I mean, that's, that's always welcomed over here at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's always welcome. You know what's always welcome to the audio listeners. We don't forget about you guys. Thank you to all the Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners or wherever you guys get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe on there. Hit that review, the five-star us, the re- uh, all that good stuff, man. I'm tongue-twisted. It's a long podcast. We're one hour and 20 minutes in. <sighs> Hopefully, I get through with the pickums, dog. I'm only three games down. I think yeah, I was, pick- I was that week of progress you made, big homie. <laughs> I know. Fucking tie. Fucking tie, bro. But uh, I think that's about it, man. We'll see you guys Sunday, Sunday. after Sunday night football. Sunday night football. I re- I'm either going to be sad, mad, or fucking happy as fuck, bro. I might, I might fucking run out my fucking house with my shirt off, bro, and just start yelling. I- I'm just going to go fucking can, riot. Can we, can we get a vote no. of are we going to see happy one or sad one on Sunday? Oh my gosh, I might cry, bro. I don't even know. Who fucking knows? We out though, man. Go Raiders. Peace.